0: You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far on no, 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 Oh, you are no, such a no, 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 suck-up. No, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This, this is the Jabber Knocker
1: Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobber Knocker Podcast. As always, as many alongside as a, for the ride is a man that is always bigger in Japan, JC.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm definitely bigger in Japan. I mean, look at me. That's why i wear are <laughs> showing off the muscles today because, you know, JC also makes bank. We're gonna be talking about that uh probably real soon, but Nestlemania, much like your intro right there, not everything goes out perfectly. Sometimes there's a little botch. Uh, listen, I some t- li- we're live. We're live. We're live. We're live, pal. We're yeah, live. So, so so uh just make sure you have that same energy when you talk about other people, you know, doing things that are live i just saying, I, listen, I don't care. I saw the video
1: of her doing it in practice. It looked perfect. It was Kyrie's problem, not Sasha Banks' problem, by the wow,
0: way. Wow. Oh, wow. We're gonna, so, you know, let's get into it right now. Uh, you see the name of the title. This is episode 350. Wow, we've been 350 of these. Holy fuck, that's yep. scary. Yep. New Year, New Monet, as uh, Nestle said, and I can't wait to hear him botch a million times. But uh, Monet. Uh, the artist formerly known as Sasha Banks is now officially back in wrestling as Mercedes Monet as she debuted at... Wrestle Kingdom 17, yes, overnight, uh, and we're recording on a Wednesday this week. Nestlemania, my fault, not Nestle, so You can uh, bring that energy towards me for that. um But that gives us an opportunity to talk a little bit about this. You know, there's a big show as it always is. Osprey Omega match apparently like was the greatest thing ever, which that's what the internet tells me. I'm sure it was great, but. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. My boy Dom had some critiques, which uh, I found interesting. So I'm excited to watch it and excited to also listen to him and Conway break this all down on the New Japan show. Because as of this moment, this recording, Conway is dark because... He doesn't want to know, and he hasn't watched it yet. So uh, they they'll have all the hot takes for you uh, there. But we got a little hot takes ourselves, WrestleMania, because we like to cover it all here on the job. We do like
1: to dip. We like to dip and dive and dodge. We like to uh, dabble, if you will, in uh, in wrestling. So I will say this much: uh, obviously, it was the worst kept secret in the world that Sasha was going to be part of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Obviously, you heard uh, the birds talking about uh, Naomi and maybe uh, Bailey being there. They I think showed they him were. in the crowd. So that's a big deal. Uh, obviously free publicity, I guess for that, but they're they're all really good. They're all friends. So, you know, it's all, it's all pitter patter. Don't matter. Uh, So it's fine. Um, I didn't get a chance to see Kyrie's match. I assume it was short, apparently very short. Uh, Obviously, obviously Mercedes is a star. We know that we know that she's probably better than anybody in AEW. And we know that she's probably better than most of the women in Japan, if not equal to the people in Japan. I think that's going to be relevant, especially since you made a comment in the Knocker thread where it's like, this is the first match in Wrestle Kingdom history for the women. Uh, so that's a big deal. And like we said, Sasha slash Mercedes is a groundbreaker, a record breaker, a history maker. So, you know, if she's going to do it here, this is probably the best place for her. Uh, obviously, we know uh, that she loves the Japanese culture. So this is it just seems like all these things line up. She took her career in her own hands. You can't hate it, but I will say... For anybody that else, I like to call Sasha on the carpet for a lot of things, but I will say I saw her, the video of her practicing that new move. Kyrie was the reason that it, it didn't work correctly. So, And you can blame a little bit of nerves or whatever else, but I, I think the the promo was fine. The presentation was great. Uh, the song's nonsense, but I, you know, that's beside. Yeah. And there, you know, just like everything else in the world, it sounds like cats in, in a garbage disposal to me, but you know, it's fine. I, I still love it. I think it's a great presentation and I'm excited to see what she does. Is she January 11th, Paige's partner. We'll find out, I'm sure. But uh as we say on this broadcast, sky's the limit.
0: Yeah, no, it's it obviously this was exactly like you said, it's kind of like the Cody thing last year, WrestleMania. It was the worst kept secret, but it doesn't take away from it being really cool. And for me, the way I look at this is obviously it was a cool in the moment. She looked great. Um, obviously there was like we talked about like, the little botch on the move, which whatever it happens, but they're gonna be fighting for that title on I believe fe- February 18th at the show. Uh I wrote it down. It's in the battle Valley. in the Valley. Valley yeah. I believe it is. But um, as you pretty much saw, like it seems like she, uh, Mercedes is definitely going to be involved with in new Japan. She's going to be involved with stardom, which is kind of something that like, you know, we kind of expected over this past year, we talked about it a little bit, like on the podcast and off the podcast of that. It seemed like, you know, it, she's always been someone who's kind of wanted to like, just kind of do everything, try everything and really change the game. And obviously we're pretty spoiled in WWE and court uh, and, terms of women's wrestling because they already have made their big hurdles with their breakthrough matches and their breakthrough opportunities and women's wrestling becoming almost equal with the men if not equal with the men uh for the most part and we've seen that for a few years now so we're used to it but if you watch other promotions around the world and stuff it really doesn't exist that much at all so i think part of like her reason she'll probably talk about this when she comes out is that she does want to change the game not only like for women's wrestling here, but women's wrestling everywhere. And like as you saw in New Japan, like Kyrie and uh, her opponent made history by being that first one or whatever, uh, which led to this debut. Obviously, it was a short match, so it's like pro- you know, extreme progress doesn't happen all at once. But I think it's kind of cool that she's going to get a chance to go on the circuit. Um, she's obviously, like we said, she's a big name. She's whether you like her or you dislike her, as we've seen, anything <clears throat> from the past year is that no matter what she's doing or if she's doing nothing, she is trending or on the mind of wrestling fans and that tells you what she can do um for this industry around the world And i think it's big in different cultures too we've seen wwe working into the saudi culture becoming more normal uh for women to be doing these types of things so i think that's an important aspect about this that you know obviously people might talk about eventually, but they're not talking about yet because they're so focused on the debut. And, oh, my God, she left WWE. Oh, my God, is she going to appear in AEW? Like, all that stuff is cool, but I think the bigger thing here is what the opportunity she's having and the risk that she's taking by going out there and trying to really elevate women's wrestling in general across the world, I th- which I personally think is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and our boy Joe Pollack, the Joe Stopper, I question whether or not she she can change the game, but I'll pause my <sighs> hatred for her and give her props for trying to do so. I believe that what the WWE does best is create stars. Now, once you become a star, you unfortunately for the WWE can do whatever you want when that free agency comes up or, you're, you know, whatever the, the dispute is there. So they make you a star. Then you can go somewhere else and become an even bigger star, which, you know, Mercedes is is harnessing that stardom because she got it from Disney+, Plus, obviously, and then now she's out the door doing whatever she wants. And, you know, kudos to her for doing it. I think... Joe, from I know there's a lot of a lot of people out there that are gonna hate on her, but I think the the realization is no matter what she does, it's still gonna be the first of many in Japan. It's the first of many in AEW. I think she's gonna be doing things and leveling everybody up. And we can Much just- like
0: she did in WWE. Right, she's a part of all the
1: firsts. Right. And I think that's an important distinction. It doesn't necessarily mean that she's gonna be the best to ever do it. I just think across the board, we're gonna we're going to continue, and we joke about Jericho a lot on this podcast, but obviously we're big Jericho guys. Uh, I think by the end of it, by the end of Mercedes' career, we will say that Mercedes is in the same conversation as a Jericho. I think Jericho went to Japan. Jericho went to AEW. He went out on a limb and did something different. He continues to reinvent himself. I know that mercedes Monet is very, very similar to Sasha Banks, but... I would like to think that she's going to take creative license here. I think she's going to be able to do a lot more with her creativity and her matches and stuff like that too. So I would I would be more hopeful, I think, going forward with it. And I think that she definitely will jump over hurdles and obstacles and make these things happen.
0: Yeah, and I, I think you hit a big one there. Is because like people obviously, like you've said, people leave WWE all the time. And they do fairly well for themselves no matter what because they have the name, and can say, former WWE. But there's a, a very small list of people who can go out and actually change the game. Cody Rhodes did it uh several years ago and he was like the big one you think about and look at you know it just how much he changed things i mean a new company exists partially because of him and you mentioned jericho he's another one but for the woman we've seen like people leave and you know maybe have like some careers and some decent careers in other places but i, I think mercedes is on a very short list with probably the other horse women and like those t- and like what like upper echelon women where by taking a chance by giving up the easy paycheck stardom and all that stuff in wwe and taking the risk on yourself she's one of the few people on a shortlist that could truly make a lasting impact and kind of change the game and change the narrative on women's wrestling and that's what i mean by that it doesn't mean she's gonna go out there and like be a belt collector like kenny omega and do this and that i think part of what uh, just from the little bit that i know about mercedes is that she just wants her like her goal is to wrestle everyone on the planet She just wants to have different experiences with different people, try different things, and just that's like the biggest goal. And obviously in WWE, she's wrestled a lot of those people. So I think at this point, probably part of the reason why she left was the opportunity to get to, you know, try it on a blank canvas canvas with someone else. Maybe do like the the worldwide indie circuit that she never really got to do because she signed with WWE so young. So it's one of those things where it's like it's just – it's why it is like the only comparable that really comes to mind is like the type of cody thing where it was someone who could have easily went back to wwe would have, would have been on tv pretty much every week probably would have had like maybe a big title run here or there but mostly like you know just like having like good matches and whatever and be safe but it was just one of those things she wanted something different she's taking a chance now and i do think that it is pretty cool to see because um i think look at man i i don't watch much of new japan Cause it's different. I never have. I, I'll like tune in here and there. If like Dom or someone or you, or tell me, tell me something to check out. But this was something that I was looking forward to. And it's a name that will draw someone like me into maybe watching this product a little bit too. So it's absolutely no brainer for these other promotions to bring someone in and stuff around her. And our boy
1: Dom says uh, that uh battle in the Valley is built around her, which again, smart move. It's an American. I think it's. A New I wouldn't Japan even know show. it's
0: in San Jose. Yeah, yeah. I think. and that's another I wouldn't have even know it existed but. if it wasn't for this. So.
1: Right. Exactly. So I mean, again, the reach is bigger, and I think that was New Japan. We always talk about the Bullet Club with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. That was like as big as New Japan had gotten. Then they left, and it was like just in shambles, and they had to rebuild. But now they're 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 climbing back up. They're doing stuff. So again, it 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 may not get to that that stardom, you know that 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 level that it was at. Uh, where everybody was hanging on every word, it seemed like. But I mean, Mercedes is going to do whatever she can. We know Will Osprey and Kenny Omega now. Mm. Uh, we we can talk about that. Uh, definitely light the world on fire. Or this morning, I guess. So I guess for us, I've only seen clips and highlights, so I can't necessarily see that I've said the or watched the entire thing. Uh, I did like the ending with the middle finger and the V trigger, and then the one uh, one winged angel. That's fun stuff. Uh, I love the table spot for the shining. Thought that was funny. Uh, just. The I, I just I fall in love with Wrestle Kingdom a lot of the times because of just the presentation. They go out of their way for the presentation. Fantastic stuff. Um and I just I just love it. I love I love the gaga. Like, you know, we love the Gaga here. Yeah, it's just, a
0: spectacle. Yeah, it's I'd, special. It's like, it's like the, it's obviously like their version of like a WrestleMania right. for those of you who don't watch it, but it's like, it's what, what makes like a WrestleMania so much more special than every other of the premium live events is that it's that spectacle. It's the grand door. It's maybe paying off feuds. It's having like the big dream matches. Like Omega Osprey has been a dream match forever. Like there's not too many of those where you can look on a piece of paper now and like list off your dream matches. Like what, you know, because a lot of them have happened, but this is one that was on the top of a lot of people's list. I'm not the biggest Omega guy. I think he's amazing. I think he's incredible, but I've become a huge Osprey guy from what I've been to expose of him. So like you, I've only seen clips, but uh, I do plan on watching the full match. Hopefully later today, like, you know, maybe on my break at work or after work at some point. And I am excited to see it because it's getting rave reviews. And I'm sure, it absolutely tore the house down because I mean those two, like they're both incredible performers.
1: Tommy Hot Take says it was a good, very good match that was on the verge of being great. So I'm See, not- I like that. Dom has a measured approach, unlike most of the internet. So. I think everybody lost their like, pants. Don's the best. Everybody lost their pants by the side by the time the bell rang, and it's fine. I, well, yeah, they, I wa- it. they
0: wanted to love it before it happened, right. that,
1: You know, but that that happens. You I think I think excited. I I think the problem is is that if you love it, if you love the idea of it, you're going to love it, and that's fine. Yes, But if you don't, you're going to have a different approach when you watch it. So I think it's very important for people to just be respectful of the idea of like, to me, last year, 2020, we joked, but Cody and, and Seth Rollins to me was, was the match. Bar none, hand, hands down, Hell in a Cell, you can't, there's nothing that could touch it. Am I, you, you look across the board on Twitter, you look at WWE, you look at a BT Sport, you look at Sports Illustrated, everybody said the same thing. So this is obviously the conversation right now. We're four days into the new year, uh, but Osprey and and Omega delivered. I think the lead up to it to me was better with the press conference and calling them the C word and the whole thing. Like I love that whole, I love when things feel real and I love the brutality of, of Japanese wrestling sometimes. So I'll go back and watch it. I don't, I, I can't really discuss whether it's the best match I've seen, you know? So I, I, I feel weird saying it's not great, but I'll have to take people's, you know, opinions, I guess. I mean, we I know
0: it. the ability of both these men. So like, you know, going in, it's not going to be a bad match, but I think you hit on the big thing. Cause we're big storyline guys, storyline guys. That's why WWE has always been a big part of what we really enjoy the most, as opposed to like, maybe like a new Japan, because like, even though you're much more of a like purist in ter- than me, but it's just like entertainment. and what brings us to the table. And, osprey and omega channeled that in their lead up so it made it feel even bigger they've channeled it not even like we talk about the lead up since they booked the match the lead up for several years these two have had this like rivalry like where they take Pacha. it's the same thing as like if these guys ever wrestle seth rollins it's the same thing they've been building the storyline for years uh with each other so i think that's definitely part of it and like yeah i mean i have no doubts i'm gonna watch it and be like that's probably a match of the year contender but I do still have to watch it, but I mean, obviously, you gotta you gotta go in with a grain of salt because you know there are people are gonna be like greatest match of all time. Yeah,
1: it's it's gonna be rough, but you know, New Japan overall. And the last thing we can say is Jay White shit his pants, and then you know Okada won, so it's 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 fine. Uh, I'm sure that's a great match, but unfortunately, everybody's gonna be talking about about Mercedes, and they're gonna be talking about Osprey Omega, which is unfortunate because Okada. Got his belt back. So it is what it is. But let's kick the gear into the regular part of the show. Let's get shine worthy. Let's
0: get happy. Let's talk about positives. JC, lots to talk about. Let's get into it. Yeah, um, you know, obviously, I, w, there's a lot to talk about this week. Um, the new year, WWE put on, like, a pretty decent Raw with some big matches and, like, exciting stuff. And SmackDown kind of channeled it with, like, their New Year's Eve, more type stuff. And they have another big show for us this week. Um, so, I've been kind of, like, I'm kind of stalling here because I didn't really think about what I thought was my favorite <laughs> That's part okay. of the week. but. Because I'm looking at this and I'm like, good match, good match, good match, good match, fun segment. But, I mean, I think we, there's only one place to start. We just talked about one return. I think we have to talk about the other. Charlotte's back. You know, we t- the 4 horsewomen are always going to be polarizing. Would you love them or hate them? They're the best in the biz. They have been for a long time. There's other people who have, like, maybe come up to their level or maybe surpassed them like Bianca. I think that's a fair argument. But, I mean, Charlotte's a stud. Always has been a stud. Did she get another little tick on her like uh, notch here on her belt here to get her closer to daddy? Absolutely, by returning and immediately winning the title. But I will say this. Before Charlotte returned and won the title, did we see Ronda Rousey's best match in two years with Raquel? Which surprised me because I wouldn't have picked Raquel as her opponent that would bring that out of her. But I was watching that match and I was like, man, that was actually a good match. Which is weird because I really haven't felt that way. I thought... Like, Rousey and Liv tried with a lot of stuff, but a lot of it fell flat, and a lot of other Ronda Rap matches have really fallen flat uh, on her return, and, like, I kind of feel the same way a lot of other people have. I'm not as anti-Ronda as most, but I was surprised by that match, and I will say, like, this was just a good, like, part of TV, from the title match to Charlotte returning to the surprise challenge and then her winning. Like, I thought that was probably, that probably was the highlight of the week for me from WWE. I will say this much.
1: I wrote down in my notes, wow, this was a great match for Raquel, and I think that that's important distinction here because obviously she's the third person in this entire thing that happened, but the crowd really got behind her. She showed off her power. I thought that what I've noticed about Ronda Rousey is she's great when she needs to be in certain situations, but what I've noticed, and maybe it, maybe it might just be that she was never really somebody that wants to bump. I understand that. I, I totally get it. Bumping sucks but when i was watching that match of the with Raque- with, Ra- with raquel excuse me uh it was it was fun because i felt like okay she was taking the bumps she was doing the stuff like she was she was putting in the effort which seemed to work well and the first time they they tangled i think when raquel showed up it was like the first match they did like a whole thing and it was a big deal and it was i think we said it was good too so there's good chemistry there you know, and I, and, I, and it was believable. It wasn't just hokey. You know, she has a little bit of Braun Strowman, obviously, in her. Uh, you can take that joke anyway. Inner, inner, inner. You know, are you in? Uh, and then you know, but she's got like a monstery kind of feel to her sometimes when she needs to, and I, I think she does a really great job. Uh, I used to, I, I you know, I loved her in NXT, and then she just she coasted and it bothered the fuck out of me, so I disowned her. But. She did. She a- <laughs> And
0: then she got called up one time. She won the title, and got called up. So yeah.
1: <laughs> but the the crowd was behind her. I think the uh, the the suck part was that the ending was fucked. Like I just I don't understand yeah. the the whole idea of that whole thing. So I think that was difficult for me. Uh, and then and here's the thing. Everybody gives shit about Charlotte showing up, but here's here's my thought process. I think Ronda Rousey hasn't done a very good job. I really don't. And I think. I think Shayna and Ronda with the tag titles to me are way more interesting and I way think. more fun going forward because then she can be with her bud. She can have the pressures off. She can go have fun. She can go do stuff that she wants to do. She can put over other women that she can, you know, when she wants to. It's not just like pressure. She can't lose. You know what I mean? Shayna like, can lose. Shayna can lose for her, but it's just. But the thing <laughs> is, is like, it, I think I think Ronda's done what Ronda wants to do at this point. So it's just like let's let her have some fun. And I think. Charlotte, like, yeah, obviously she's 14 time champion and everybody's rolling their eyes and stuff. But I think it's a good thing because I think Charlotte, Charlotte's a better wrestler. Charlotte puts on better matches. Charlotte is champion. She's a better champion. She, she, she's better than everybody else on the roster. Now that, you know, Mercedes is gone. The wrestler uh, that everybody wants to watch, in my opinion, was Mercedes for a while in the women's division. I
0: think damage control is kind of eh. So it's just like, there's only one other person I put on her level. Bella. And she has the title on the other show. And we can get into a bunch of scenarios for that now or at a, at a later date, but I still think that's the money match at WrestleMania. But obviously now they both have titles, so it's either unify them or – I mean, how would you be shocked if Rousey won this title back at the Royal Rumble, and then Charlotte entered the Rumble and won it and challenged Bianca at WrestleMania? None of that shit would surprise me, man. No, it's so just I,
1: we're getting to a point where it just—it's just ridiculous with like this hot potato hodgepodge stuff sometimes. So, Joe Pollock, uh, pop, don't lie. Whether you like it or not, or you hate the shovel, or the crowd reaction was nuts. Again, I agree. I thought she always garners a reaction. Yeah, she gets a reaction. She's polarizing. I, the, the other thing too is that that theme song was worse than Mercedes. That one felt like. I was listening to a garbage disposal going off. I thought I was listening to an MRI machine. It was just like, it, was just, it didn't make any It was just like, it was like somebody for the very first time learning how to use an audio program. It was like, here's a song, dun, 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 pause, new music, random transition. It didn't make no sense. It just sounded like absolute hot garbage to me. So the music department needs to fucking work on that, especially if she's a big fucking deal. That music is going to fucking just drive me insane But that's beside the point. Um, moving on to something that I thought was really really cool, at least for me, and I wanted to make sure this was known. Again, for the second week in the row, Raw starts out boom hot. Right out of the uh, right out of the shoot, they cut off the open Bloodline takeover, KO fighting, the whole Raw coming out, and and just the whole roster beating up on the Bloodline. Then backstage they. Kind of screw it up with Elias having a match with Solo and then six man tag, and I went, "Oh well."
0: Elias Solo match but was actually pretty
1: good. Here's the thing, right? I will put this in the shine because everybody else will shit on me because I hate themed everything. I do, you but do, but, this match was awesome. but this match, street fight wise, was a little hokey. But the ending with the piano, folks. Just watching the the spinning Solo on the piano made me go, "That's a fucking bump right there. That's a fucking bump." And I, I was excited to see it again. Didn't really love the Hardy thing, but I, again, I don't really know Hardy, but it, obviously they're moving it in for Nashville slash, you know, social media moment for the Royal Rumble. I get it. It gets views. It's not for me. Um, and that's okay. But I, I will say, I don't, we don't like Elias on this program, Well, we respect him, but we don't like his wrestling, I guess is what I should really say. Yeah. Um, but that, but Solo has been doing a lot of good stuff. A lot and of Friday good stuff. too,
0: we had, a, we had a banger with Sheamus. A banger. Two matches, uh, two good matches. Two match solo. solo. This guy is just, should be deuces. He's, he didn't have a solo match. He had
1: a double solo match. dolo solo. Dolo, dolo solo. God, we're making up words. I know, I know. My brain don't work. Uh, so, again, anything else that you have that's uh, shine worthy? Or would you like to get yeah, more I
0: Yeah, in sticking with the match theme, I did really enjoy Theory and Seth. Um, these two have good chemistry. You know it was going to be a good match that's why it ended the show it gave theory that uh a big win over seth hopefully seth is okay we don't know if he's actually hurt or not nothing's really been released but he did uh tweet out his mantra which got the internet all hot and bothered too. the redesign rebuild reclaim or whatever the hell it is um so hopefully seth is okay but i mean these two this is the win we knew theory needed it he needed kind of like a stamp as we're trying to get past this money in the bank thing um lawn US title run right now benefits him a lot hopefully leading to a match with Cena at Wrestlemania like we are all hoping for we don't know but uh, I did I enjoyed that match
1: I thought it was good too uh, you don't want to see anybody get a bad wheel uh, I, you know I, I kind of cringe when I saw him the springboard knee I thought to myself he hurt his knee and then of course there was another suicide dive thing that happened and I'm like oh god this guy's reckless I love it but it's also very dangerous with what they do so uh, hopefully him and AJ have a speedy recovery. I know AJ's out for yeah. a couple months. That's that blows too. But we've talked about that on the Jabberknocker thread where AJ Styles needs to break away from the OC as quickly as possible. So having, having him put on mute for a couple of m- months is okay. I think in my opinion, uh, but Seth is so red hot and uh, Cody coming back and and it being WrestleMania season. It just feels like the worst time to lose Seth Rollins. If that happens, because that guy has been doing some of his best work in the last couple of years, and he deserves everything he gets he's just he's so good he's so good to watch and i he just i just want to i just want to reiterate that he's just he's on another level he's just on another level uh moving on i want to talk about something very specific to me that kind of made me kind of laugh but something that also was something very exciting top dollar getting made fun of that was a good segment that was a good segment i mean i'm not a huge fan of uh Paducah Kentucky coming up there and trying to be funny but that's okay hey you leave Paducah Kentucky alone
0: he's a fucking stud he's, not. And he's gonna be the first man entered in the Royal Rumble after Friday I hope so Top when, dollar. He, when he puts top dollar correctly over the top I was Rumble. gonna say is top dollar gonna have a uh,
1: like a hilarious spot in the Royal Rumble where he just falls over I and- mean hey
0: who knows if he's even in it but I will say this is like cause top dollar gets a lot of shit some yeah. of it's deservedly show he's clearly a guy he's, he's a big internet guy which some people are like we see it some wrestlers just love being on the internet and I don't think there's anything wrong with that for a lot of people at work, Zack Ryder freaking made a career of it before it was even a big internet thing. So it's it's smart, but it's one of those things. It's like, you know, especially when you're a guy that big, you shouldn't, you have to be comfortable with being the butt of a joke. But I think that what separates him and why he's a guy who could last a long time more than some other big guys that have had unfortunate things is that he seems to be a guy that like he can be willing to be the butt of a joke and be like, and take the criticism like that. And like, yeah, sure. Like anyone else, so he's, he's very outspoken on the internet. So he's going to have his things to say, but I think he also like, I think he's always shown a little bit of grace too. Cause this isn't the first time the internet's come after him. He's always going to be a target. Cause when you run your mouth, you're a target. He's not my favorite guy in the world, but I know why he has a job and I understand it. And I think there is still a chance that hit row could be diamonds down there somewhere. If you can figure it out, it's just not there yet, but it's one of those things. It's like, People can say what they want like, oh, they've been a disappointment this and that. It's like, how many disappointments do you see that are consistently on TV every week getting multiple segments? Mm-hmm. So there is something there with them. There is a belief there with them. And uh, you know what? It's one of those things. Like he put out that diss track on Ricochet and it was absolute fucking trash. But you know what? I will never fault someone for trying to do something. No matter how bad it is. If he misses a million in a row, then yeah, sure, get out of here. But yeah, this one didn't work. And you know what? It's one of those things where ricochet since triple h just took over has really been one of the guys that i would put like has really like they've made an effort to like because they know how special he is to just like push him up to the moon and just kind of work with like the things that you like to pick on him for it doesn't seem to matter he's like a baby face that gets away with it so um it is it is funny that they made a segment out of it it was a very good segment it involved the male models uh and a bunch of other people so it just i thought that was done well and i thought everyone did their job the way they should
1: I, I tend to agree, and I think my my whole thing is, is like we know hit row's baby faces is not working right now. everybody yeah. can agree on that, but I think the issue is when it doesn't work, now they're taking a moment, you know the flop essentially flop dollar, and they are making him a heel, <laughs> and they're hoping to to switch it and I think that's the most important distinction is and this is this is why I want people to remember it's a lot harder to be a cool baby face out of the gate than to oh, be yeah. a heel cool, and then switch to a baby face. Look
0: at Dom Mysterio.
1: Right, and that's my next segment. (laughs) Chris Dom. So, I mean, like, so very quickly before we get to that, that's the the equation. It didn't work. Make them heels, and then they're going to be cool, and, like, a year from now, we're going to say they're the best thing, you know, non-wrestling related, I'm sure, down the line. You know what I mean? Like, because they were in NXT where you're like, oh, this is is an act. This is a great act. Um, And and they can be. So, um, obviously, they're not affiliates, but uh, they'll get there. They'll get there. Uh, moving on to prison dom. I could not partake in enough of prison dom. I just, for a guy who should, here, here's the thing. For a guy who lacks creativity in the ring, for a guy who probably should work out more and be probably more of a body guy, who just looks like a, and I know it pot meat kettle, right? So I'm a string bean and I look like, you know, an emaciated person, but when I see Dom and I'm like, he's got tattoos on. Like, it's hard to keep just track of all the shit that goes wrong with him. And the mullet, it's so good. The mullet's just another. It's but then the person. toothpick, the toothpick oh. had me. I just, I started dying. And the fact that he was probably in prison for all of an hour, probably. <laughs> and how part. it changed him. Like, what What a great idea. Like, oh. it, Like, if he comes out saying now that he's hard or something, like, he's like, you know what I'm I mean? Hard, like mommy. Hard. Like if he starts if he starts saying, like, oh man, you know, like I got and he had the fucking tear, the teardrop tattoo. Like there's so many little things he's doing that are, are working. And I think Finn Balor said it best. You know, we thought we were gonna take him under our wing. And this guy's just just a heat magnet. Like we love it. You know, it's easy. It's just easy with him. Um so he has a place. He has a place at the table. Doesn't necessarily be the head of the table, but he definitely has. You know, even if it's a kiddie table, it, it still works for him. So he's he's doing what he can.
0: Uh, the acting's a little rough sometimes. I think that's that. Honestly, it's, it's it part of it. it for me. Yeah, because yeah. it's just one of those things. It's like what makes a good heel. It isn't always that they're like like Randy Orton was a different thing because everything he did was believable as an asshole. Most heels you kind of can see through it. So you kind of need a little bit of like I call it the Miz or the Jericho, like there's just a little bit of like. Not so much goofiness, but the little bit of, like, ridiculousness. And Dom has channeled that in this turn. And I will say this, because, look, it we know this Dom-Ray match is happening at some point. It's been over for WrestleMania for, like, three years. If I'm finally looking at it now. And with these little, like, placeholders along the way, but also separating them on different shows to kind of keep it fresh. It's like, if they do Ray-Dom at WrestleMania this year, it'll probably be one of the matches I'm most excited for. Because the Dom character has just... And Prison Dom is one of my favorite characters in wrestling right now, which is insane with how we talked about him like over the summer, like and before, how stale he was and how quickly it turned because they figured it out. And like Rhea's been a big part of that. Finn and Priest have added to it. Ray did his part, all like all the stuff along the way. Just like it's working. And it's one of those things where it's like, man. In a couple months, if they really do this feud, they finally did it right. They did Ray and Dom, right? The father-son thing. Like it's gonna be cool, like the Thanksgiving segments, the Christmas segments. It's like don't forget so we got easy, dude, but
1: they're working. Don't forget, we still have Valentine's Day.
0: hundred percent. Right? We he got means mommy. I mommy got engaged on Valentine's? to mommy. Yeah,
1: they they disrupt the restaurant dinner for her, Ray uh, and his wife, and they're like, sorry, this is a couple's dinner. And they just go, you know, start a brawl in a restaurant, like shit like that. Like it. It, you're getting to a point where it's just like it's happening, and it's so like I cannot believe that we were so wrong, you know what I mean? Like, you watch well, maybe we weren't wrong, but maybe we, we weren't. Were, I think
0: we, we weren't open to, it, to the so idea, got, yeah. And we just kept saying, Make him a heel, make him a heel. It's the only yeah. chance this kids don't have, make him a heel. Same thing we're kind of saying about Hit Row right now, yeah, make him. That's what him. we mean. It's one of those, it's like these people are there for a reason, there's a talent, and obviously, with Dom, it's like mostly because of his name, but he's so young. But it's like there's you just sometimes it just takes a while to find it if you look back, like. I mean, The Rock's a perfect example. Like, when you start off with gimmicks, even Steve Austin, just like, it's not all there from day one. That's why with NXT, is cool, because you get to see the changes. But it's just like, it's not always there from day one. Sometimes it takes a little work. Sometimes it takes a complete facelift, like what happened with Dom. But yeah. it's like, there's there's always talent there, and WWE is always good at eventually finding it.
1: Anything else, or would you like to get Heady? Oh, we can get Heady. Get him off my TV, <sighs> get him off my TV, get him off my TV. There's a lot to... Uh digest Let's go me
0: with them quick heats. boom. All right, so we'll go
1: uh, we'll start on Smackdown so I can be like chronological. Um Uncle Howdy,
0: t- you know, it's a thing. We got a Brock Bray in LA night until Uncle Howdy comes out. It's nothing right. about it's like it's too hokey, but I'm willing to let's see how this goes.
1: I think I think people are worried that it's Bro, bro Dallas. It might as well be Bro Bro Dallas. Da- bro Dallas. Uh, Bro, bro, bro. It might be Bo Dallas. It might be Vincent. It might be, I think some people said Cameron Grimes. I mean, it's probably Bo Dallas, but that's okay. Uh, I'm I'm confused, and I'll I'll have something in my hope later about what I think may end up happening here. I'm not necessarily, I I don't hate it. I don't love it. I know the mask changed, it seemed. Or if there's two different sides, I don't know if it's Uncle Howdy and Uncle Harper yet. Like, I don't know what exactly is going on. I feel like the communication to the audience is a little off here. Like, I know... The people in in the segments understand what's going on, but I feel like as in terms of Michael Cole and you know Wade Barrett, there needs to be a communication to us as as fans because I'm not that they need to know what's going on, but I need they they clearly know more than we do supposedly because that's what the, the script says. So I don't know. I just it it it's falling a little bit behind. So I'm I'm like I kind of want to rush to the blackout match and see what happens. And then it's sponsored by Mountain Dew. So. <laughs> Just so I
0: have a question. Yes. Because when I hear blackout match, does that mean we're gonna have a much? Is it gonna be like AW dark? It's just they tape it in the dark. No one I sees think
1: it? I I I would like to think that it's literally in the dark. Like there's gonna be lights off. Oh yeah. I I I tend to agree it's ridiculous, but
0: But is this gonna be better or worse than the worms?
1: Oh, because it could I be worse. Better. I think better. I think there's, better.
0: I think so too, but there's a chance for real disaster here too. I don't, you know, it's funny. As, yeah. much,
1: as much as I don't like the worms from WrestleMania, I, I give him credit for trying something different. I, I agree with that. So, you know, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it was something you remember for bad or for worse or
0: yep, good or worse. That is a true statement.
1: Moving on. Uh, Drew McIntyre's back. That's all I got. He's just back. He's, he's, he's got a tag team title match with Sheamus, you son of a bitch. Uh, and next week on SmackDown, I guess a couple days from now, uh,
0: eh, is better Here's fucking me. Here's my win. New Year's resolutions in WrestleMania right here. I'm going to try not to shit on Drew McIntyre as much. So by doing that, I have no comment at this time. I love Over. where your head's at, and because you
1: won't, I will. What a waste of time. <laughs> what a fucking, like, give me something new. Give me an evolution. Give me something. Because Drew McIntyre, now if Seth Rollins is out, Drew McIntyre is the guy that has to either dethrone Roman Reigns or win the championship soon. Drew McIntyre... Oh, get the fuck out of
0: here. Oh. No,
1: I'm saying I'm saying he has to win one of them. I'm not saying he's winning the other one. Personally, I don't want Cody Rhodes winning the stupid Universal Championship. I want Cody yeah, Rhodes I, I to win the WWE Championship. Because that's what his daddy wanted.
0: But that's beside the point. I'd rather have The Rock win than Drew McIntyre, and I don't want The Rock to win it. If you smell what the Mac is. But yeah, is we need to move cocaine. on before I say something negative about Drew McIntyre. New Year, New JC. Try, to be, try not to shit on Drew McIntyre. And just like a month later, you'll shit right on him, just like everybody I know, else. Like most New Year's resolutions, they break after yeah, January. Yeah,
1: exactly. Just like a gym membership. Moving on, Alexa Bliss and Belair.
0: They they get style points for uh, stealing scary movie spots. I love that because I as someone who was a big scary movie fan as a kid, I absolutely fucking adored those first couple. Yeah. I popped out of my seat.
1: Thought it was good. A long segment. They did a great, like we talked about previously before we started recording. The only way they could end it is by not having anything in a schmoz. Uh, The the glitch happens. She beats up a referee. Then she bloodies Bianca Belair. I'm interested to see where it goes. I have more on this like I said in, in my uh, my hope for for bliss, but I there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do.
0: Yeah, nothing we knew do. this was a setup match, so.
1: Burtsky, new year, new GC, JC. I'm here for it. Look. So you you didn't like the old JC Burtsky is what you're saying.
0: No, you did. I'm just a more enhanced version of the already Show me your JC. flex.
1: That's where you're enhancing. Ah! There you go. There Not you go. Quite. He just got his back cracked too by uh, the the dip, I did, by I, dip I, shit. I
0: feel the best I have felt in weeks. Shout out backcracker.
1: Yeah, well, he's a he's a real turd, isn't he? Anyway, we're moving. A real on. good
0: chiropractor though.
1: Not so great on the stick. Anyway, <laughs> let's moving on. Uh, so, is there anything else that I we that you want to talk about? Because I I'm looking at this going the six man with the bloodline. Duh. I don't care. Here's the other thing. I should have put this in the shine. Dexter Loomis and Gable. Surprisingly, forgot that Loomis could wrestle. And when I watch this, Smack- time you've said this but since
0: I, the new year.
1: But I just, I, I keep thinking to myself here's a guy who's saddled with a gimmick
0: who I don't think can wrestle. And then I see him, and it might have been Gable, and that's fine. It doesn't matter. We said the same thing when he wrestled The Miz. Yeah. I think both times he might have wrestled someone else. So I think it would just put on the carpet. New year, new JC and WrestleMania. We were wrong about Dexter Loomis. He can wrestle. He's not an Elias. He's not. So I think I I think he has some shelf
1: life here. I yeah, really do. Good. Not He's already the, a fan favorite. Not so going to set win. the world on
0: fire, but God
1: nope. damn it, is he going to be a good hand? You know what I mean? Like, And that's no disrespect to him whatsoever. But I just wanted to say,
0: wait, hold on. Are you saying that he's May Yun and Mark Henry's kid, all grown up? He's the a good. The hand man. evolved into Dexter Loomis. <gasps> Nestle, you just broke some serious news. I you might tweet that out immediately. Okay,
1: he's Get a good. Credits hand. before Melzer steals it. Five flames instead of five stars here on this program. <laughs> uh, something else that uh, I just can't, I just can't do is damage control versus Becky Lynch and Meechin. I thought that was the absolute drizzling shits. Uh, from the promo to the fuck—I mean, the ending was cool. That Kyrie, uh, not Kyrie. Um, sorry, my brain's not working. Dakota Kai and um, what the hell's her name? EOS Sky. They won with an awesome finish. I thought, especially up the, the the whole thing, which was great. But the rest of the match was like Meechin. They try to get over Meechin again. It's like they stopped and they tried it again. And Becky Lynch was like, "I'm fine. I don't need any help." And then she gets help, and it just the whole thing seems super convoluted to me. And I just.
0: I just can't do it. I just can't watch it. The the reason why it bothers me is we finally got like the Becky Bailey, like payoff match. And yet Becky's still running around with these goons and we still have no actual contenders for these women tag titles like that's why it's one of those things like when i saw ronda lose the first thing i thought of like he was like oh my god have ronda and Shayna win the titles on monday because damage control are fucking terrible champions even though i love them both individually terrible champions they do nothing it's like ronda and Shayna could parade those things out every week and just fucking beat the shit out of people it'd be like fucking uh naya pain or whatever the fuck yeah Nia pain shania pain yeah what the hell was their name again Shania pain that was what was the actual name though Oh, I don't know. Yeah, name. It wasn't Samoan Slaughterhouse. I was just
1: about to say Samoan Slaughterhouse is the best tag team oh, name of all it time. Was so good. But yeah, yeah I miss no, Nia. Just something with
0: the women's tag titles. Enough is enough. It's like at least they won. Thank God Becky didn't pin them one on two. That was my worst fear. But yeah, I just I don't give a fuck about this. And very quickly, I, I just want to sneak in some NXT because I watched it last night. Braun
1: Breaker. What a terrible actor in that uh, Waller <laughs> effect segment. Uh
0: you know, he's Goldberg. Yeah, not even Waller could save that shit. Uh, Are we done with the Heat? Because I can transition. Yeah, go go right to the... Well, you're my only hope. Next week, Braun Breaker versus Grayson Waller. It's time to make Grayson Waller your new NXT champion. I don't know if I've hoped for this before, but if I have, too fucking bad, you're getting it again because it needs to happen. Braun Breaker, it just, like, it is what it is. It's hard to be a babyface, like we said, but it's time, man. Grayson Waller's the guy. He couldn't save that segment, but he can save NXT. Him running around like an asshole for like a year with that title would be fucking glorious. They can get him some help and some heavies or whatever that they want to do for that. Doesn't matter to me. It is time, man, because that guy is the star of the show. He's been the star of the show. Braun's fine. He's great. He has a. He's gonna be good. He's, he's proven us right in the ring. He's already there. He's probably gonna be in the rumble. Get it over with next week. New Year's Evil. Make the evil man the champ. Pay off your iron survivor, uh, winner, and do it. Hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Hashtag Grayson Walla is NXT.
1: All right then. I don't think I think Carmelo's the guy, but that's just me.
0: What? Also, uh, Bert tweeted uh, uh, at us, the video of him throwing the fan mail in the trash was fucking incredible. I fucking loved that. It's just, every week, Grayson Waller posts some stupid video on the internet that makes me laugh out loud. He is so fucking good. Give him the fucking title so he can throw more fan mail in the trash. He
1: has, like, a very much, like, an old school, like, I, 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 I'm I, dating myself here, but there used to be, like, Joker. old cartoons with Rocky and Bullwinkle where, like, people would tie somebody to the, to the railroad tracks and, like... Wait for something to happen. Like he has that kind of like shit.
0: Like he's Wiley man. coyote. Yeah, he's just
1: like <laughs> like he's got that. He weird never face. wins though,
0: so that's the problem. We gotta we gotta flip that. Yeah, narrative, flip that script, baby.
1: Win. I like I yeah. said, I still think it's Mellow. But if it, if it's Grayson Waller, I'll shit my pants. I'll Mellow
0: be... beating Grayson Waller at, would be fine for me.
1: Yeah, so. I, I don't know. I, the thing is, is Grayson Waller. I'm looking at it like they're saving the big one for uh, Vengeance Day in a couple of months. Well, I guess it's a couple of weeks. Nah, this see, point, but... I think
0: if, if Breaker is, isn't is losing it now, I think he loses it to Mello. At Vengeance at, Day. At Vengeance Day or at the WrestleMania show. Okay. And then Braun can come up the next night. Fair enough. Like, fair enough. Fair enough.
1: My hope, as uh, like I've ta- I've teased this a little bit too much, uh, I was thinking more about Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss. Uh, we keep seeing that they're tangled together. Uh, we have a lot to think about going forward for the Royal Rumble Here's what I would like to do if I was booking the Royal Rumble here, folks. I would have Bianca and Bliss go out first. Uh, Not first, but before, uh, you know, the lights out thing happens. I would have a street fight-ish kind of thing going on here with them or some type of chicanery going on. Uh, Maybe a last woman standing or something. I don't know. Uh, But what I would like to see here is Alexa lose again, freak out, and just start to annihilate, annihilate Air after the bell, even if that's a thing, right? So we get we get that whole, like, she's tweaked out to a point where she's she's just lost it. She's going to psychopath go through it. Then we get to the Lights Out match, right? And we know there's going to be all sorts of spooky shit, right? So it's going to be Gaga City. What I want to see here is all the iterations of Wyatt, all the puppets, going in different things in different spots, doing whatever, and then we finally, boom, we get the reveal. There's Alexa in her dark outfit or her playhouse outfit or whatever, and she's a fully back, and she helps Bray Wyatt overcome maybe Uncle Howdy and LA Knight and the whole shebang, and then that way they're, they're back together. We can go to the horses on that one, and we can run with it because I think once LA Knight loses, we need something else to sink our teeth into here, and I think Bliss trying to help Bray Wyatt against Uncle Howdy and other people that are going to come out of him in his own brain or something seems very interesting to me. But I think that Lights Out match has to, has to have Bliss involved in order to get to the next chapter. And that's where I'm focused on here when I'm watching it because she's compelling, she's great, but I will say this much. Alexa Bliss does not need to wrestle anymore. She should just hang up the boots She's way too valuable on the microphone. She can be a host. She can be a manager, commentary. She can do anything. She can wrestle. She's good at it. But when I watched this match with Bel Air, folks, all I saw was her trying to protect her head, protect her head, and I get it. I understand that part, but don't hurt yourself anymore. You have a a, a, a stud husband who can just help you out in every everything ever in life because he's wonderful. And you're also amazing at what you do. You don't need to wrestle anymore. You can do so much more. What if she wants to wrestle? Maybe she does, but I think she's doing herself a disservice by continuing to wrestle because it's starting to show that it's, like, cringe-worthy when she's doing certain things to protect herself. It doesn't come off as good, in my opinion. She can be all these other things, and she can still contribute in a lot of ways, but I'm not excited for a wrestling match with Alexa Bliss anymore. I'm just not. And but I am excited when she talks. I am excited when she acts. I'm very interested in her. I just I'm not interested in the wrestler anymore. So that's my thought. But that's my hope. I want to see more with Bray and Alexa going forward. And I think the lights out match is where we light the fuse.
0: Yeah, I think we're getting there. It has to be because it felt like we felt like we took a big step forwards, not only in the Bray part of the SmackDown, but the Alexa part on Monday. So I do expect a big payoffs in the coming weeks and at the rumble. And our boy, Jay, uh, Jay, Jay, see, I can't talk today. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, our boy, Joe, says, uh, we haven't seen the puppets uh, since Bray has come back. We have not. Um, so I would imagine this is a great point because technically this would be his first advertised match, quote unquote. So I would see maybe this is a good chance to kind of do all the chicanery that we talk about.
0: Yeah, like you said, I am... Uh- I don't know how I feel about the light, lights out black light whatever the hell call it calls black light what are we watching I episode? hope it's not a black light match you do that in a freaking wrestling arena god knows what you're doing What was see that what fight. was that MTV dating show where they went
1: into uh, people's houses Room Raiders with oh, the black light god, that man. was like you were you were waiting for that black light to come Room ha- out Room Raiders
0: was the second best show the next? best one was Next Next. my favorite someone, someone walks off the bus Next yeah, Next
1: <laughs> exactly I best. I that and then the other one was uh, parental control where the yeah. parents got to pick those three shows were just guilty pleasures of mine. And I knew I, I worked with a girl, right? I worked with a girl in, uh, in retail. She was great. Her name was Jenny. She, she was great. And then she just left and I didn't know where she went. She was like, Oh, I'm going to California to be on TV. And I was like, okay, great. And I clicked and there she was on parental control. And I went, no way you did it. That's probably the only thing she's done, but goddamn it. It was funny.
0: Uh, if you had to be on one of those three shows. Which one would you choose? Well, I don't need to date. So I would, no, but if like if like you were like thirteen year old Adam. Oh, uh next Harvard next next right would now. hurt
1: my feelings, so definitely not. Yeah, next. Yeah, you step up the boss next. No, no, look at me. <laughs> I'm a total pie face. There's no way I'm getting to the end. So you, you want know.
0: people going in your room when you were eighteen? Uh I'm gonna
1: be Batman here, here's, posters. Here's or what the else? thing. Here's the thing. I and this, this is why it's gonna make you laugh because you know me. I think me talking and me representing myself is far worse than what my room could say. I probably have a better chance of getting, like, 13-year-old to 18-year-old Adam would have a better chance of pulling somebody when they haven't met me. So, there you go. Oh,
0: man. Oh. Tell, me, tell me
1: the lie. Tell me the lie. I, I I can't. Right? I can't. And who the fuck is Adam? Moving on. Comeback City. It's time to get comebacky here, folks. I'm going to give my comeback to... Yeah.
0: No, yeah. We didn't even talk about that.
1: Cena and his bald spot, which apparently has taken over the internet. Poor guy. Uh, for those of you, Ben, <clears throat> Ben, who don't they couldn't get excited about John Cena, I mean, Jesus Christ, did you hear the, the crowd? You know, it's like it's he's Cena, just...
0: Cena is like the, the I, ultimate, like, Jesus. insert pop here. Yeah. It, is
1: just, it is just... He just lights the candle, and there we are. But I, I kept, when I was watching him, like, of course it's a tag match. They're going to milk this fucking hot tag. Oh, yeah. He's not doing anything until the end. And sure enough... Bumped off the apron like six times, and then, of course, they did the ending, and he won. I'm surprised, and I'll be curious to see what happens with Sami Zayn now that he took the you know the L, and now Roman Reigns has to deal with Roman that. Roman
0: Reigns is first L in over two years, too, technically.
1: technically. by association, he did lose, yes. He did not get pinned, but uh, he put KO in a very pretty spot in that that whole thing, and I think that was great. Obviously, busted eye, whether you say it's Roman Reigns or if it was uh, Sami Zayn. I think it was a Sami Zayn punch, but that's beside the point. Uh, it's good storytelling, good stuff. And then he did good stuff on Raw with the continuation of that. So, but again, John Cena is just one, and he's just one of one. He's just he's such a stud. He's got such a great presence about him. I will say this much, because I have to be fair, because I I give a lot of shit to Johnny Gargano. I watched that tag match and I went. Did he go to the Gargano School of Acting? Like, he is sitting there for the hot tag, and he's just oh, like— Oh, you mean he acted like a babyface on no, the No, he didn't just act yeah, like Gargano a babyface. He, like he acted like a cartoon buffoon, he but it's it's John Cena. It's John Cena, right? You expect Mr. Hustle Loyalty and Respect to do some boing flip stuff, right? Whatever. It's It's just nonsense. But anyway, John Cena, good to see you. Come back as much as you want because I fucking love him. He's so funny.
0: WrestleMania against Theory. Let's do it.
1: Let's do it. Let's let's have that match. Let's get it over with. Uh, and I believe your comeback is next, sir.
0: My comeback is next. And uh, like the title says, New Year, New Monet. It's going to Mercedes Monet, debuting at Wrestle Kingdom 17. Uh, has her first match already booked. I'm excited for this run. I'm excited to see what the future holds. Uh, where she shows up, what she does, what the future holds. It's exciting, man. It's exciting for wrestling. This is like I said, like there's not too many people who just leave wrestling and they, they like do nothing And are a topic of conversation almost every day. Um, she's a special talent. She's an absolute stud uh, everywhere. No matter where she goes, she's going to be a stud. She's going to make some uh, history, which I think is cool. Bring eyeballs to a lot of places. All the shit we hit on earlier, man. It's so special and there was nobody more deserving of my comeback this week. Not even John Cena. So so yeah. two like monumental comebacks for us. Also, two Boston comebacks. First time ever on the knocker. Yeah. that you know is that, that you just go to the stats? I, I, the, I, I uh, Elias Nestle Bureau of stats here. Listen, the if there's event. an Elias Nestle bureau, we're, we're in trouble. Yeah. I was Oh, look, look,
1: Bertsky says we didn't even talk about the hurt business. You guys you see true. that little teaser? We did see that. I, I, I specifically did. texted Josh Bertsky and I said, Did Who? anybody else see that? J. C. Excuse me, and I said, "Did you see that? Did you, did you see that? Yeah. It's happening." Here's I th- wouldn't have seen
0: it if you didn't say it, because you fast uh, forward. Was, yeah, you fast forward. Well, I, mean. I was just kind of like in and out. I was like half asleep when I watched some raw. So here's the
1: other thing, right? Here's here's yeah. a little here's a little wet appetizer. Yeah. What if the Hurt business reforms to help Bobby Lashley beat the fuck out of Brock Lesnar? Yeah, that was my hope. I like mean, a couple months ago. I Jesus Christ! Watching, I, I don't
0: moss an MVP what, back watch, in it, too. watch in everything.
1: Watch, just watch this, right? Each member of the Hurt Business with the big guy, the Sequoia, you know, they pick up each limb from Brock Lesnar, and they fucking flip him up in the air, and they throw him through a fucking table or something. That'd be fucking
0: awesome. I'd be so excited. I'd be like, put that put that in my veins and my heart, buddy. I also, am- shout out uh, Shelty B, who got a standing ovation on main event this week at the taping, because he's a fucking legend, man. Fucking legend. I here's the thing about him. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from him because he's one. Oh, of Oh, you're favorites. about to. I'm about to punch you virtual. No, no, no,
1: no. I'm just curious. When they when they gloss over, they're like he's been here for 20 years and he's clearly been gone for like six to ten of those years. It's just kind of weird to me that they just they negate it. But whatever. I mean,
0: well, that's kind of it's one of those things. It's like here's the thing you have to learn about history, especially when it comes to companies writing their own history. Uh, he's the guy who came back and stayed and has always been loyal to the company, so they're gonna paint him in a good light. Some people aren't going to be painted in a good light. That's why everything in life Nestlemania is always about context. But Shelton's a stud either way. So, yeah, no, they're going to ignore those six years where they fucked up and they let him go. And they're going to celebrate him for just the 20
1: year run. He's 10. Before he just fucking ends, can we just get Ain't No Stopping Me one, just one time? I know. Pay for it.
0: You got the fucking money, WWE. You're making all sorts just of shitty songs. Ain't No Stopping <laughs> Me. No. Ain't No Stopping <laughs> Me. No Stopping Me. No Stopping Me.
1: No. One of the best theme songs. I'd say top 15 <sighs> of all time.
0: One of the highest played songs on my phone whatever, when you're working iTunes, out, when works, you're showing ever. off your guns at the, the gym to the ladies. Pat Maven's theme and Alex Riley's theme <laughs> like the top three ever <laughs> for yep. me. You would. You would.
1: Say it to my face! There's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of there's a lot of garbage. not he's
0: coming back, too.
1: No. I'll see that when I believe that one.
0: Well, uh, guess what? We have 15 R- Rumble Hopes each coming up oh, soon. Oh, I wonder where yeah. you're going to blow three of them. Say it to my face! Can't wait. Can't wait.
1: Uh, what do you see? Burski says, what do you guys think about Charlotte's new theme speaking of? I, so you were you relate were to the to the the, the Bursky, uh You relate to the podcast. I said it sounded like a... A cat going in a garbage disposal—it's trash. It's fucking trash. So, Oops. I thought of an old man was coming out of the below me. Well, yeah, it did sound beat me too with JC. So, look, I'd, that, I's that trash thing going to get a new like? Is that our new guest spot every single week now? You're going to tell me something's trash? I mean, did you dust is, it? Did
0: you dust it at least? No, you should have seen all the dust that just came out. Oh my fucking God. thing When I dropped it, you need to dust um, your you need to dust your apartment. It's only that trash can. Why am I going to dust a trash can that I don't use? It's like the one thing I dust, believe me, I'm a clean freak, as you know, is that. Dun, 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 that's probably dun, the dirtiest dun, thing dun, in my dun, apartment because I don't touch dun, it. Dun, 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 yeah, her whole thing, it's one of those things, I believe it was a CFO and they've been slowly phasing all of them out. The only ones left are like Bianca and the Street Profits, I think, at this point, so. It's this
1: this, this new theme is, like I said, it just sounds like somebody yeah. just made it in GarageBand. It makes no fucking sense, so it's, it's just awful. And especially for somebody like her, they should have spent more time and effort on it, but whatever. It is what it is. Micro ba- What did he say? Micro ban that can, JC. Getting cleaning tips from a man who's sick on his couch watching us talk about wrestling. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, uh, Joe. Should
0: we finish? Yes. Yeah, so let's get to the big old finish. We got a lot to talk about. Knockdown. This week, we hit on Usos and Sheamus and Drew for the tag titles. New champs?
1: No, I would be Thank shocked. Thank God.
0: Yeah, uh, it'll probably be a good match, but this match should really have happened a couple weeks ago. Unfortunately, it didn't. Who cares? Uh, Rumble qualifier match number one: Ricochet versus Top Dollar. I mean, I'm assuming this is just to get Ricochet in the Rumble. But Flop Dollar. I'm kind of excited for Flop. I want Flop Dollar to
1: win. I do. <laughs> I really do. So whoa. So I think we've seen a shift here. Is that? Oh, he canceled himself out. Oh well. I don't know what he did maybe his internet crapped out anyway yes top dollar i would love top dollar to be in the royal rumble hell i don't want him to win it folks but i definitely would love to see top dollar win this matchup because it would make me laugh very hard did you just x yourself top out of this error.
0: so <laughs> i was clicking things quickly on my computer yeah and, and you clicked I, us off yeah well i hit my like my like you know you have shortcuts at the top of your browser yeah. i clicked one of those and brought me right off the web page but uh you jerk yeah you jerk. um but yeah like i was saying Top I think dollar. Nestlemania, I, he literally cut me off because I was about to say, I think Nestlemania is becoming a top dollar guy now no. because usually when things start to shift, it makes it easier to like, you know, jump to the other side ship, and yeah, Nestle yeah. might be doing that. He might be jumping on the ship. This oh, flip this,
1: this flopper is back on the boat. Yes. Yes, I am. If that's what <laughs> you're trying to Flip
0: flopping top dollar. Flip flopper.
1: Yeah. If he's top dollar, I'm flip flopper. That's what it is, right? That's what it is, folks. Oh, Feel free to make that merch.
0: Uh, we have we'll start with dynamite because it's tonight we're recording on wednesday this week uh they have a quote-unquote loaded show there's only one match that i really care about and that is jade cargo and red velvet taking on hashtag team jc hashtag team blue of kiara hogan and sky blue i saw this match and i was just like new year same jc with this shit man (laughs) my girls i think it on my girl in red velvet. Do you think do you think there's a there's a chance here for uh,
1: well Jade Cargill can't lose, right?
0: No, Jade Cargill's winning this match.
1: But here's the thing. Here, me, do you know how many times
0: she's beaten Sky Blue no, and no, I know, I know, I know but here's, here's
1: here's here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. Here's my plea to Tony Khan because he's a <laughs> fucking idiot. He has a sinus infection too. Uh, so the other thing is he doesn't do countouts. He doesn't do disqualifications. This is the perfect opportunity, perfect opportunity to let Jade Cargill get upset with Red Velvet because it seemed like there were some problems going on here and have her walk out and fucking lose. But they, they won't give her a loss because of her stats. That they could here. They could they'll have They'll have. One...
0: They'll tease it. They'll have it look like they're gonna lose, and then yeah. out of nowhere. But I just think uh, it... Jade will hit
1: the jaded yeah. on
0: fucking uh, Sky Blue. But I and... think that's stupid
1: because disqualifications and countouts can be used as a storytelling device. But they don't use them. And I know, like, oh, she can't lose. She can't lose. But god damn it, if she just walked out on on Red Velvet, that'd be a cool
0: story. Personally, I think. But that's I just agree. a good one. I agree, and that's why this is the match of the week on AEW. The rest of them listed are Swerve Strickland, A. R. Fox. That'll probably be gymnastical. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Tony Nese in the battle for Mania's heart. You wanted to sell you this one?
1: Yeah, it'll be five minutes or less, or your pizza's free. I guarantee you, this will be stomped in the face, and then fucking oh, dude, no. Sterling Tony
0: Khan. They're probably open the show with this, and it'll go twenty minutes. No, I we don't think like, so because Max uh, is going to
1: be involved. And I think Max is going to eat up scenery in this.
0: I don't. I don't see it happening. I hope so because I don't want to watch Tony Nieves do anything. Uh, hey, we also so have knees and toes. We have three other matches that are actually pretty cool. Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho. They've done a pretty nice job with this feud. This should be an uh, interesting match. I would think that the uh, the Jericho gets the big de- big
1: W here. He needs a big W after the action, whatever. His Andretti, is that his name?
0: And actually, I know the guy that got all this momentum and they haven't put on TV since. Good job, Tony Khan. Uh, next up, we have for the 15th time, Samoa Joe versus Darby Allen for the TNT title. I mean, if anyone can make Samoa Joe less boring, it's Darby Allen throwing his body around. So I'm fine with it. I, I really want Darby Allen to win. I just don't think it's time. He won't. Samoa Joe can't lose that title unless it's Wardlow at this point. How do you feel about Wardlow cutting his hair? So I So I'll say this. That feud was in the dirt, but they revitalized it last week. The shit they did with Wardlow and Samoa Joe was probably the best stuff on AEW last week. It was really good, I thought. And it really sold me. I was like, okay, I care. This is this is what I've been looking for for them to do with Wardlow. He's an easy guy to get behind because he's so fucking cool and strong. He's your Braun Strowman. He's not Braun Strowman, but he's like, it's the closest thing you'll have. And he's, he's a better su- wrestler than a- Braun Strowman. Exactly. He's super so athletic. Take advantage of it. This guy is fucking money. And when he stops being cheered, he's your biggest <laughs> heel in your company. So it's finally, it was like, you know what? Samoa Joe does a lot of things. Great. And that is one of them is make selling you on shit. And they fucking sold me on this feud and I'm all in. I'm all in. I just so hope yeah, we... he, he has to
1: kill Darby. Yeah. Sorry. Darby. Uh, sorry Dar- I, I, Darby's one of my favorites. I really, I do.
0: Darby's amazing. I, the, just... Ever since Cody told me like, this is one of the next guys I listened, I watched him like, I believe you done. He's just so different from everything else they do. Yeah. He really is. He was Darby all in, remember? I called him all in for like a year. Yep. Um, but yeah, then we have one other match. Um, it is for the tag titles. Everybody loves the acclaimed, but nobody loves Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. So for everybody else that's not Dom, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up real quickly
1: because JC and I are on the same page in here, but I anybody else that has any hate, please direct your tweets to at DommyFeds33. Uh, cause he said this and he got pounded in the Jobber knocker oh, yeah. thread for this. I
0: almost blocked him.
1: Yeah, uh, he said that Jeff Jarrett has almost done the same as Jericho when it comes to being relevant, continue to be relevant after his career. And, uh, well, the boys weren't so kindly to him. Let's just put it that way. Um, if you
0: agree, tell me I'm wrong. But yeah, Jeff Jarrett... Uh, so. We say a lot of stupid shit, and I love Dom. Dom's a fucking stud. Hashtag Dommy Hat Takes. So if you're not following Dom on Twitter, you're a moron, because he's one of the most fun, sharpest wrestling minds I think there is out there, and we are thrilled to have him on our team, and I and we get to talk to him all the time. Dom's the man. But sometimes, you know, when you have that much brilliance, Your brilliance works against you and you come up with the dumbest fucking take of all time. And that's what this take was. Because look at man, Jeff Jarrett isn't even in the same realm of Jericho. Not even, they're not even the same stratosphere, same planet, same solar system. And like, I don't need to run through the accolades and all the accomplishments to tell you that. Like Jeff Jarrett found his way to work himself into this business and have a long career in front of him behind the camera. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. And I, I was trying to actually gaslight you a little bit, Nestleman. And I brought the Adam Pierce thing because they were trying to sell me as him having all this, like, you know, great thing, being an on screen character behind the scenes. It's like Adam Pierce is a better version of that and works for WWE. So suck on them apples, Dom. But yeah, get Jeff Jarrett off my fucking TV. Get him out of the fucking everything. You know how many Jeff Jarrett matches I've watched since he's been in AEW and I will watch since he's been in AEW? Zero. You claimed One of my top three things in wrestling right now that I love. I will be fast forwarding every fucking moment of this because I don't want to watch that geriatric fucking loser. Who just goes and whines like an old fucking man Yelling at a cloud Shout out the Simpsons Grandpa Jeff Get the fuck off my TV you piece
1: of shit So I do want to clarify Dom doesn't like Jeff Jarrett the wrestler (laughs) So please do not send the hate towards Dom for that Please, if you want to give him a hard time in a good sparing way, please don't yes. be mean. If you
0: if you be disrespectful, I will block yeah, you. Yeah, we'll Dom's block you
1: because he's our guy. It's like it's like a big brother-little brother thing. We can shit on him, not you. Uh, but we love him. Uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I said, when you have that much brilliance, there's a little bit of insanity mixed in, and that's Dom's insanity right, right. In there. So
1: States. Joe, unfortunately, he is the AEW guy saying, sadly, no. I have to watch this match. Which unfortunately, if you don't want to watch Jeff Jarrett wrestle, just let Joe entertain you with the article. <laughs> Joe will entertain you and talk about all sorts of slap nuts and guitar shots and uh, residuals and talk completely over your head because he's too fucking smart for everybody. Uh, but that's beside the point. Uh, but, Dom, I love you. You know that. Uh, you're my boy. But when he said that Jeff Jarrett thing, I almost— I. I almost had an aneurysm. We and literally,
0: then, everyone in the third, we just oh like, my started God. shooting daggers at poor Dom. And he's probably sitting there being like, yo, I'm just gonna throw this out yeah. there. Cause you know, I had this thought. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was just
1: like, bam, bam, bam. And Ray, Ray and I had the exact same understanding. It was like, he, he started the argument and then he's like, sorry, I gotta go do something at work and <laughs> left. And right out of our boat bells, we're like, of course, he starts a, a wildfire and leaves. <laughs> So we have no one to argue with because we're all on the same page except uh, Tom and I'm just like Jeff Jarrett did this to our to our friendship like you know what I mean like what I this just, is this is some of the most like he literally like I agree with Joe he literally dropped a grenade and walked away and blew everything up Jeff Jarrett we're talking about in 2023 folks we're not talking about the wrestler we're talking about we're talking about his relevancy and.
0: You can't. He was relevant for that short time because of Dom. You know what happened? The day changed, and more relevant people like Mercedes, Osprey, Omega took back the reins. How it should be. Well, we'll something find out tonight there right if there's a receipt oh or God. some type of something. You know what? i ready right for this. I'd rather watch Satnam Singh wrestle fifty matches than watch Jeff Jarrett wrestle
1: one. I just want to see. I just want to see. Uh, what's his name? I can't even think of his name. My brain is not working. Sanjay
0: Dutt wrestled a pencil. I, I really do like. Here's the thing. It's like. Sanjay Dutt's pretty great. Yeah. It sucks that he's with these three fucking morons. Well, he loves, honestly, he loves Jay Lethal. I'm not a Jay Lethal guy at all. I know he's a good wrestler, but I've never he's never really excited me. But when I'm looking at that group and I'm like, holy fuck, is Jay Lethal the second most interesting person in that group? It's just like, that's a problem. But whatever. They, Tony Khan clearly loves them because... They're on TV more than anyone, but, I mean.
1: But Ring of Honor is not overly uh, exposed on any type of television. I program. don't even think
0: we can call them Ring of Honor anymore. They're, like, completely detached from it now. It's just All they're right. actually AW, unfortunately. I don't know. I just,
1: I just. Dom,
0: keep coming up with these things because they they,
1: they excite us and they incite us. with so Dommy Big Bombs. Dommy Big Bombs. Yeah, that's what we're going to call him. People are going to think he has big man tits, but, I mean, you know. <laughs> He's got great takes, folks. He's got he's got he's got takes away is what he does. He he uh, bombs away on a lot of these things. So, dummy, big bombs.
0: Yeah, that match is happening, and if for some reason the acclaimed lose to them, I may never watch AEW again. Uh, but that's not true because there's a lot of people I love and not AEW. But yeah, it's you get my point. <laughs> he calls him nope. It's the job. R
1: O H only. There you go. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh man. Okay. Anything else you want to wrap this shit up? Um, ne- we'll talk about more of this more next week but next week is NXT's New Year's Evil the card currently is Breaker and Waller for the title we have a 20 women's battle royal to decide the contender to Roxanne in and the Creed brothers paying off their long feud Uh, we have uh, Regal's son taking on Hank Walker Captain Generico and then we have Jack and D'Angelo finally hooking and horn so a pretty decent card there for New Year's Evil but like we said we'll be recording I think before uh, that episode next week so we can talk about it then alright
1: on that note thank you for listening to the Jobber Knocker We'll be back next week with more knockery.
0: I had a dreamer and I made it. I will miss that banner, that's for sure.